to episode 154 of the black in fashion podcast thank you guys so much for joining us of course we do not start any podcast without acknowledging our amazing black owned businesses and our sponsors our episode today is sponsored by michael lavelle wine on the table we have the chenin blanc um so definitely shop with them you can buy them at happy cork you can also follow their page all of their information is in our show notes so that you can actually go and have you a drink um they also have a new candle brand as well that is a part of their lifestyle brand so we are here today with Miss Brenda Gonzalez. She is a stylist. We're going to dig a little deep into her background, how she got started, any challenges she's faced, and just learn a little bit more about her today. But before we do that, we're going to do my little first segment. It's called This or That. Okay, So sure. you're going to tell me what you prefer or the other. And I love doing this with stylists. Okay, Because perfect. it's like, you kind of tell us at the same time what pieces we need to have in our wardrobe. Okay, okay? I'll be glad to share. All right, so let's see. These trends are rolling now. Okay. Flare leg denim or cargo straight? Cargo straight. Uh, V-neck or crew neck? V-neck. Fedora? Not fedora, no. A beret or a bucket hat? Bucket hat. Bucket hat, okay. Uh, a mule or a wedge? Mule. Booty or over the knee boot? I love a Mary J. Blige movement. I'm going to just go over the knee. Says, I love a Mary J. Okay, uh, studs or hoops? Studs. Okay, that's it. All right, fine. Okay, perfect. So let's learn a little bit about where you're from. Okay. Um, and when that fashion bug bit you. Okay, so I think I was bit when I was born. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm that. from the Bronx. I moved to uh, Long Island when I was eight, but it started when I was, you know, maybe like five or six. Okay. Um, I do have a book coming out. It's called Style by Independence, coming out on Friday. Yeah. Black Friday. So it's gonna be on by the time this airs, it's gonna be on my my website and everything. Show so. will. Pick up my book. It's right. all about my life and how I got to this point. So it started off when I was maybe about five or six. I was a kid in the Bronx, and um, I noticed that I love fashion, but there was mm -hmm. this one thing that stood out to me. Um, I went to school with this girl. Uh, I went to public school, but this one girl wore a uniform. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why this girl wearing a uniform? And we all in regular clothes. But the thing with her is that um, she didn't really have much style. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's a uniform, right? Right. She didn't have much style, but she was always noticed. And I'm like, I want to be noticed. Like, I want attention. And I want to be attended to, like... That's smart. Right? So, oh, okay. so that was that thing that got me, like, I was like, how can I style this? I didn't know what style it was. I just thought I was fixing it. I was like, all right, so I'm going to wear a, a, a sweater over the uniform. I'm going to wear, you know, I'm going to put the sweater underneath the uniform. I was like, maybe I should just not wear nothing and just have it <laughs> like Madonna or like Beyonce. You know, not Beyonce. She wasn't out yet. TLC, you know, I was going to do something like that. And, you know, that was my moment where I wanted to style it up a little bit. So um, time moved on, moved to Long Island, and I started noticing that, you know, the Bronx to Long Island is two different worlds, even now. Um, you know what's funny, too? Hmm. When I moved to Long Island after I left Long Island, I went uptown, too. Yeah. I started in Brooklyn, uh -huh. then I moved to Long Island, uh -huh. then I went to Harlem, then I moved to the Bronx, and then okay. I moved back to Brooklyn, where I did a whole yeah, little but circle. Yeah, you go back to Long Island, right? No, hell no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Long Island to uh, the Bronx, Long Island to New York City is two different worlds. So what I did notice that is I didn't have as much money as the kids in Long Island did, and uh, my parents, they just moved to Long Island. We could afford to live there. We couldn't afford, like, the name brand stuff. And the, you know, there wasn't, like, a Burlington and Marshalls like there is now. Mm -hmm. So if you had, if you wanted to wear name brand, you had to have the money. So we didn't have the money. But I learned that I could stretch a dollar. So I can get a lot of things with a little bit. 
And that's kind of what started styling. You know, most people are just like, oh, this is my budget. I say it's $50. Mm-hmm. I can get three things. I'm like, how can I get 10 $50? Like, I'm just saying. Like, I was Where a y'all kid. shopping at? <laughs> I was a kid. Where so. y'all shopping at? Because like, oh, well, I guess for $50, yeah, you could get a lot of $50. Yeah, so yeah, I would true. like go through the clearance racks and stuff at like JCPenney, where my mother would take us. Like uh, Caldor, you remember Caldor back in the day? You know what? Well, you know, I'm from Chicago. Oh, so we didn't have a, I actually Caldor. had a Burlington. We had a Burlington Co-Factory. Uh-huh. But that's it. But Caldor, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, no, that was Walmart we got Kmart. was Walmart. So Kmart was cool. Like, I've, and I'm like that to this day. I love high-end stores. I shop at Neiman Marcus. I shop at Saks. I shop at Nordstrom. But I still can find stuff at Walmart. I still can find stuff pretty much anywhere. So that kind of started me to figure out how to fit things into my budget and make it look good because I'm not about to be out here looking raggedy. So right. I hear that. I have to be on trend. It has to fit me properly. And I have to be able to show out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what so, are your favorite trends? My favorite trends. Thanks for asking. So can I stand up? Yeah. All right. So Absolutely. let me show everybody my pants. Come on, camera. Okay. All right. Let me show. <laughs> it's supposed to be like this, but I'm trying to show y'all something. Yeah. So, all right. So my favorite trends this season are sequin. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, sequin, velvet, and the last trend I have is like silk, like silky things. Like well, it doesn't I love have me to a be, silk moment. Right. It doesn't have to be. It could be polyester, but it just has to look silk. You know. Okay. So those are my three things, and I love matching textures, prints, color. I'm just wild. Like I just. She's I love just wow. Right? <laughs> Jump in the crowd. Right? <laughs> so I love textures, prints, colors. I would put all those on together, but those are the three holiday trends. Sequin, velvet, silk. Okay. Have all of those, you're good. So if you're not uh, a trendy uh, person, yeah. what are staple pieces that you think that every woman needs in her wardrobe in the fall? In the fall. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to do better. I'm going to give you all year. Okay. okay come on with Cause it. Because I, I have a style guide. Shameless plug. Mm-hmm. I also have a style guide that gives you five things you need in your wardrobe that can last you all year. Because I'm a big person that believes in. Um, oh, we going to put that in the show notes. Yeah, let's do that. Get that style guide. Okay. Yep, get it. And it's shoppable. Okay. So you can like, you can download it and shop it. And plus size included accessories, shoes. It's all included. So five things you need. Okay. All year. You're going to need a white button up shirt. Got You're going to need a pair Check. of loafers or mules because you can wear that all year. Check. You're going to need a pair of good jeans. Like I say the trend right now is a flare leg, um, a wide leg jean. Mm-hmm. Skinny jeans are out. Don't put it in the closet. It might come back. Check. But don't, don't wear I, no I got the flare legs. Okay. What else? <laughs> okay. So the other thing is a camisole. Like if you got a good silk camisole, you can wear that the whole year. So in the summer you wear it by itself. Okay. The winter, you layer it on. You can wear a total. Girl, so I need a silk camisole. Let me just write that down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Buy silk camisole. Like any, just like a silk. Any kind. Oh. Any kind, any color. Okay. So you can wear it the whole year. You know, for the winter, I have a turtleneck. I might layer on like a, you know, a green silk camisole like this. Just give it a little style. Um, oh, I right. never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a silk like, but it's not. You know, it looked like a little handkerchief top or whatever, and okay. it crisscross in the back. I guess I could totally put that on top of a turtleneck. You can. I With could. a high waist pant? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a moment. Yeah. I just learned something new. A Come on, moment. moment. That is a whole moment. <laughs> now, moment. what challenges are there for people that are interested in styling or like mm-hmm. young, young, you know, creatives coming up? Mm-hmm. What challenges have you faced, like, like really building out your business? All right. So, I'm going to be honest, right? It's been difficult building out because... I don't know if I can say this, but we black. We black. We can say whatever. Right? Yeah. We black, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of gatekeeping. It's a lot of type. It's, it's a lot of gatekeeping going on. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of gatekeeping. And it's a lot of what I realize <clears throat> is that our white counterparts, 
they get tapped on the shoulder and say, hey, go meet with this person, go meet with that person versus us. We got to go digging mm. and fishing. And then when we get to certain people, it's a lot of like, you know, you get ignored. Like, you know, it becomes inconvenient. So you really have to want to do it. Mm-hmm. You really have to want to do it. And the money doesn't come right away. Gotcha. So when you're styling, you're going to have to do some test shoots. You're going to have to network, make connections with people, show your worth before you can actually start getting paid. Gotcha. So those are things you need to keep in mind. Um, you don't. Ne- I went to FIT. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily have to go to fashion school. You just have to do. I used to call it pay your dues. Pay your dues. You gotta pay okay. your dues. You gotta get out there and do the work for free. Do you think that you really need education for styling, or do you think it's something that you can conquer just from being a creative? You can be creative, but you need a business education. Business. Okay. So education to be in business, business. Because I know that FIT has like a style. I don't know. They have they have like styling courses now. Yeah. Like continuing education courses, like certificates now. and stuff like that. But like people really want to make it like a whole career. And I'm like, I don't think mm-hmm. you can major. You got to major in business and yes. then do whatever you want to do with that. Absolutely. The business background helps you because we can create anything. It's no different than like an artist or a musician or a creative person. You could create whatever you want to create, but if you mm-hmm. don't have the business knowledge to take what you have to the next level, mm-hmm. you're just gonna be broke. You're gonna be broke and creative. You <laughs> it's gotta, the broke for me, right? Right. So. In your in your business, mm-hmm. um, I have a segment that's called "Is a Success is, okay. or Is a Disaster." Okay, tell me about a time where in your business something went really bad, uh-huh. but you use it as a learning lesson, and you learn something from it, and you maybe you did something different or changed or something the way you move in business. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say anything went really bad because mm-hmm. I'm very strategic and mm-hmm. I'm very organized. That that's helps good. you solve a lot of problems before they happen. Organization, okay. get commitments from people. Um, I can't say it's really bad. I had to do hair a couple times on my test shoes. I had to do makeup a couple times. Okay. Um, you know, when I was learning, I, I bought my own camera from eBay. I was my own photographer. But there was this one time where I didn't realize that it was a situation until, like, looking back. Like, mm-hmm. I went to this agency and I asked for models. They're like, hey, we have... They were very cooperative. And I'm so grateful to them to this day because they got me started on mm-hmm. what I had to do. Um, but I asked for one model and like, Hey, here's this model or, you know, uh, you want to work with, them? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's like, Oh, we have another one. And I'm like, okay, so let's see. They have, it's a male model. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Bring. She's like, Oh, we have a third one. And I'm like, okay. Like it, I thought it was the biggest opportunity you could ever have. Yeah. But the thing is when you have three models, you have to dress three models. So mm-hmm. I had to run to the store back and forth the last minute. It was my first photo, sh- my first test shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had got together, I want to say like 50, luckily they were all around the same size. Gotcha. Um, well, the two girls were around the same size. The guy, you know, he had his own sizing. But um, I had to, I ended up with like 15 outfits and I was like mixing and matching things. The night before, I don't even think I went to sleep. The shoe was Girl, at 8 a.m. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> it a was lot. a lot. Okay. And it was like, I went to, I don't know how I went to bed, but I, it ended up really good. And then towards the end, it started raining mm. and it was an outdoor shoe, but I did it. It's on my website. It's, <laughs> it's a test shoe. It's called the Cool Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled that all off in probably the last 24 hours. That's what's up. So, so you, you feel like you're working under pressure too? I would say so. Okay. That's, that's from corporate America though. That's not from Stalin. Your, your business background helps you do your corporate job. Your corporate background helps you do your, your business job. Your business, your owning your business and being an entrepreneur. So that's that's a plus. Gotcha. Any work experience. So describe to me like your ideal client. Like mm-hmm. when it comes to that, I feel like with stylists, like they have so y'all have like so many layers, just like any other, mm-hmm. honestly, any other business. Mm-hmm. And there's like, you know, there's wardrobing for, you know, just like, you know, your everyday woman. There's like more celebrity driven things. Mm-hmm. There's more like TV driven things. Like, do uh-huh. you have a lane that you really, really like? Or is there an easier lane than others? Mm-hmm. You know, as far as like which way to go with styling? Because I know everybody wants to do, not everybody, but a lot of people want to do celebrity, celebrity style. style. But yeah. what about women? Like, just like 
corporate women or politicians, mm-hmm. and, you know, women who really need, you know, like their look is everything. You know how I many yeah. times it was coming to Michelle Obama, like yeah. in the beginning when she first got into presidency, yeah. um, when she was first in the White House. But like, is there an area of styling that you think is easier and which one do you prefer? Okay, so I would say being in New York, celebrity styling is probably the easiest thing you can fall into because, like, I go to so many events and parties, things like that. They'll, you know, everybody's looking for help, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a hard job. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the easiest thing, but I I personally prefer personal styling. I like the regular, everyday women. My clients are entrepreneurs. My clients are uh, corporate executives okay. where they're always on the move. They're always on, they don't have time. It's not that anything is wrong. It's just that they don't have time. That's my life, girl. Yeah. That's right? why I only so, be wearing dresses and jumpsuits because I ain't got time. Right? I can't put, I, it'd be hard for me to put a look together sometimes. You know, it's like, it's you don't have time. Like, mm-hmm. it, you want to be able to move around and, and get to all your meetings and travel and mentor and volunteer and do your show and do your this and do your that. True. And it's like, but you don't have time. You're a fashion person, so you good. But <laughs> some women but are girl, not. you know, I'm a, fa- I like, I'm a fashion person mm-hmm. on the I guess the corporate side on the production side right but when it comes to like everyday dress i don't think that i'm that fashionable like i wear mm-hmm. a lot of sets yeah I'm a, i wear a set because it's nice easy because i don't yeah. have to think about it because i just don't have time mm-hmm. i wear a dress or mm-hmm. i wear a jumpsuit but as far as like really getting into styling i would like to mm-hmm. but i just don't have the time yeah like i don't i don't have the time you're doing a lot yeah so that's where i come in yeah <laughs> facts <laughs> that's where i come in i put together outfits for you the jewelry the shoes mm-hmm. um i said earlier my five must have the last one was jewelry so mm-hmm. layer necklace Get, get a layer necklace um but yeah that's why i come in i put your outfits together i make sure it looks like you because mm-hmm. we all know about people who the clothes wear them they don't wear the clothes right i make sure you are the one wearing the clothes it feels like you it feels like a better version of you you're you know fashion forward um i'm loud as you can tell by my silver jacket <laughs> i'm a loud person <laughs> i love more is more mm-hmm. everybody's not gonna wear this people will be like mm, that's, a little that's not true. really me right right so i make it match who you are and gotcha. uh, for me my clients are my celebrities i make every client a celebrity i take you up as as high as i can take you like on gotcha. the fashion scale i want you to stand out so would you say like in your consultation process that you ask like a lot of like psychological questions to like really get to know them or do you just ask them like for visuals or pictures of, like of themselves like their instagram to kind of mm-hmm. see what they've already been wearing is like how does yeah. what does your process look like we're trying to understand what their style is and how to interpret that okay so i actually don't look at anyone's social media i talk to them one-on-one i have a part of my consultation that's a closet walkthrough it's 15 minutes mm-hmm. so i'm like show me what's in your closet right now show me what you've been wearing i have like you know depending on the package you purchased you show me two or five or seven mm-hmm. different of your favorite outfits so i can get a baseline of what you feel comfortable wearing mm-hmm. and kind of build off of that okay and i just elevate whatever you because i know people like if i give you this and you're used to wearing neutral you're not gonna wear it like right. I don't, True. i'll take your money but <laughs> i'll make sure that it's something that is for you Gotcha. Do you ever have issues when it comes to like getting paid or budgets? I've had like a lot of stylists on the podcast mm-hmm. and that's like something there just like, you know, when it comes to, I know, but I know you say you have to do some things for free, but like yeah. when it comes down to like, you know, having to work with someone's budget, mm-hmm. do you go with anyone or do you have like a base rate that you like, I don't go beneath this. This is like what I start with or where you're willing to work with like anybody's budget. Um, I have a base rate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have the fluctuating thing, but what I find is that when people want to negotiate with you, they want to kind of like say, could you do, I have people have a problem paying me a hundred dollars. Oh no, right? you can go on so that your like, business. Now, you want a professional service? Mm-hmm. You want a professional, with that hundred dollars you can use, if that's all you got, then you should just go to the store and just figure it you out. You know what I'm saying? You should go to the store and figure it out. So mm-hmm. I have a base budget. I take people who are serious about mm-hmm. their look and serious about their image. Mm-hmm. If you're not serious about how you look, you go on to the mall and figure it out. Like, <laughs> 
Sorry. All right. So before we get out of here, my mm-hmm. last segment is called um, It's a Muse. Okay. So if you want to share, it could be a book, a mantra, an affirmation, a prayer, anything that you use to keep you going. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because I feel like in entrepreneurship and just in fashion as a whole, it's easy to get discouraged, mm-hmm. you know, and like people who start stuff and they don't finish, like yeah. start a styling career, not be consistent in it, start yeah. wanting to be a designer. So what would you say to another creative, you know, just to like, you know, go through your like, and I'm pretty sure a lot of stuff is in your book, right? Yeah. A lot of stuff is, yeah, yeah, great. So we're going to plug that book. We're going to put yep. that book in the show notes too, baby. Okay. But like, if you could offer up something, what would be like your, well, give me three tips and give me your, your mantra or okay. whatever you want to so, use. Let me give you this. My website is stylebyb.net. Mm-hmm. Go on my website. Um, three tips. So the first thing I would say is don't give up. Um, it's easy to quit. I know it's, that's cliche, but for real though, like don't give don't up. Don't give up. Because it <laughs> no, gets it's very discouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Because when you're moving ahead, you're going to have to do things that you probably, not anything degrading or demeaning or don't let nobody disrespect you. That's probably number three. But also, <laughs> like don't be afraid to be, okay, so first one was, don't give up. Don't give up. Be okay with being uncomfortable. Right. And the third one is don't let nobody disrespect you. Don't let nobody okay. disrespect you. And then what is like your like mantra affirmation or a prayer or anything like that that you have or a book that you suggest that like will help somebody just like. Mindset shift? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I like this book by Charles Duhigg. It's called um, Breaking Habits or uh, it's something about that. Oh, The Habit Loop. It's called The, the Habit, Habit Loop. Loop. That book changed my life. And it was all about, you know, breaking habits that you have. Like, you can do, like, a, you know, a trigger and a reward. Like, if you do something, you have to do a trigger and a reward. Like, it helps you go to the gym. It helps you change your habits. So, okay. definitely read that book. I also like Bevy Smith. She says it gets greater later. So I love Bevy Smith. Yeah. yeah. I love Bevy. Hi, Bevy, if you watch it. Hey, girl. Please <laughs> yeah. be watching. Right? It gets greater later. So, just keep going. And, you know, she's an older woman. I like listening to older women talk because, like, they've been through a They're lot. They're seasoned. They're seasoned. Like, They're seasoned. They have good advice. They've mm-hmm. been in entrepreneurship. They've been around the block. Me, too. I love talking to all the yeah. women because I feel like you get like a really really dope like perspective and stuff too mm-hmm. and she's a fashion girl absolutely you know, like, she's I love it. Like the, yeah. so wait before we get I got one more yeah. question before yeah, yeah, we get yeah, out sure. okay, I, mean, I be having a whole bunch of questions Let's but um, who are your top three mm-hmm. celebrity styles like mm-hmm. what top three celebrities do you absolutely love their style that's uh-huh. one okay. them. and then what are your top three celebrity fashion stylists fashion stylists okay so let's do Cardi B Let's do June Ambrose. She's also a stylist. Um, let's do Rihanna. Cardi B is Colin. Yes. Okay. Colin Carter. Uh-huh. So that, that I know Colin. Yeah. June Ambrose has her own style that I love. Her daughter's also very stylish. I yeah, love that. Yes, she is. So then my top three styles, June Ambrose, Colin Carter, and um, Law Roach. I like Law Roach. Mm-hmm. He's dope. Okay. All right. And then it's the, who are the people? I'm assuming the people. You said Rihanna. Yeah. Cardi. Cardi B. And who's the other one? All right, so who is my other celebrity? Who's been killing it? I like Offset's fashion, though. Offset did you see that good. interview he did with that girl? Mm-mm. He was roasted. <laughs> uh-uh, you got to share it with me. Yeah, he did an interview with this girl, and she was coming for him, but he, he was he holding her. Okay. He was did you watch it. the show that he's on? It's on MTV. It's called... Um, is it about rapping? No, it's a it's a stylist show, and he's one of the judges. Oh yeah, I saw it. What is the name of that show? I feel like I watched it. Oh, that on it's on HBO. It's on HBO, and it's yeah. like it's called The Hype. The hype. the hype. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I yes, love that yes. show. Okay. I know somebody's on the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what you call was on that show? Um, Marnie. 
I know I like Marnie, but no, one of the contestants. Um, D- uh, Damo's on there. Damo, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. I know Damo as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 I know Damo mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I love him. He's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. And I know the other girl, the girl who did the uh, the sneaker thing, like who like takes oh, the yeah. sneakers apart. I just know Frisbee Good. I don't know her name. Yeah, Frisbee God. Yeah, she um she she. Had, I interviewed her on the podcast. Oh, like, she did? Yeah, that was a while ago. Though, like, And then she blew up, right? Yeah. So I'm like, next. Yeah, it's like a, it was like a year ago. Over a year ago. Over a year ago? Yeah, it was a while. I, I interviewed her. Yeah, she's been knocking shit out the park. Like, mm-hmm. Very very dope and very creative. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much. Brittany. Thank well, you. Do you have any questions for me? Anything you want to talk about? Well, can we talk about your professorship? Can we talk about that? <laughs> was this Parsons? Where are you at? I'm at FIT. FIT? Okay, <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm at FIT. I'm an adjunct there. So. Okay. But I'll my, I mean, I'm teaching in business. I teach like fashion inventory management, uh, merchandising strategies. Mm-hmm. So it's my first semester there, and yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm loving you. it. Yeah, you know, it's not Take that many, class, it ain't that many black faces there. That's you what know, I'm saying, so y'all. but but the chairman of the fashion business department, she is black. Oh, good. But she only been in that role like less than two years or okay. whatever. But she's black though. Because when I was there ten years ago, I didn't see that. Yeah, when black I met faces. her, I, well, I knew well from the email like when mm-hmm. I applied and stuff like that. Her name was Letitia. I knew that. I knew yeah, what was okay. Up. I was like, okay. I'm like, I knew what was up. Okay. Right, but that's what's up. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm. I want to. You know. How you like grading papers? Shake. That's my question. I ain't got to grade no papers. Okay. So, <laughs> so because I teach fashion inventory management, most of my homework and all that stuff is in Excel because oh, it's good. very number driven. It's very and analytical, you like that? Or whatever. Yeah, because I'm a business girl. Yeah, like I'm okay. a numbers girl. I'm a money girl. I need to you know. So, so <laughs> like all the Excel stuff. So we looking at data. We looking at lead times. We looking mm-hmm. at demand forecasting. We looking at seasonality. We looking at the way trends are going. So how do you create an allocation and like a mm-hmm. plan, like on how many units or sizes or colors to put somewhere? Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. A lot of the stuff I do is merchandising. And yeah. we know what merchandising is. Having the right product at mm-hmm. the right place at the right time yep. at the right price point. Absolutely. That's it. So it's very analytical. It just requires like a lot of critical thinking and mm-hmm. numbers driven. So mm-hmm. all I got to do is make sure them numbers is right. So yeah. when I look in them, that's how I grade homework. I grade homework. It takes me three probably two to three minutes per one because it's, really? they, they submit it online so well, I don't I don't have a, I don't have a stack of papers they submit it online I'm looking at an Excel workbook mm-hmm. I look at the Excel workbook I can breeze through those little things and see make sure the numbers all I care about is this totaling out the right way yeah. and all the formulas is in there correctly or whatever mm-hmm. and a lot of times I give my my students time to do their homework in class my class is four hours long oh, we wow. don't really need four hours it's to lecture yeah I'm like okay. I don't really need four hours to lecture so they do their homework in class, so a lot of times they'll submit it right when I'm in the classroom and yeah, I grade it right good. then that's and the there. That's the best thing. Yeah. So they can ask you questions, you can give your feedback. Exactly. That's the best mm-hmm. thing. Love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, no Brenda, for joining you. me. I hope to have you back soon yes. and have some different stories. When my book comes you. out. Yes, I know that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And if you need us to sponsor your book, we can have it on every episode if you want to do a sponsorship yes. or whatever. Okay, Let's do we it. have it sitting right here on this table, y'all. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, love. Thank and as I always say, stay black. Peace out.